Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Football Land. Football Land. We are building a giant football-themed football theme park in Qatar for the World Cup in Qatar in 2022, which is this year. Yeah, I've had a road of Damascus moment. I've I've realised that we are actually building. We are building this. This is the year. I've been banging on about how it's all fiction and it's not. It's real. It's It's, really happening. It's really happening. We've got a billion dollars minus uh, the money for a laptop and a pen in my account it's burning it? a hole I didn't put it in an interest uh, account no ISA I didn't put in an ISA it's just L- in a life, savings I think ISA. a billion yeah. dollars is over and above the annual limit you're allowed to invest oh. yeah. tax free yeah tax free so no I couldn't put it in the ISA but I did shop around on Compare the Market couldn't find anything so no uh, yeah so welcome Ryan Hello. Ryan Baxter's here the um, intern yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan you've been designing some uh, building like prepping some rides over yeah, but I've Christmas been very rough and ready yeah um, and also mostly miniature right and that's my co- <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? You've been miniature. Well, you went all have little. You've gone all little and, and had a, a ride around the miniature I, rides. No, I'm just I'm sat further away than I normally am. Yeah. But uh, that's a question I've got. Is in the contract? Do they have to be full scale yeah. rides? Yeah. Are we contractually versus actually build a proper park, or could we do like little Beaconsfield model village? Like the Beaconsfield yeah. model village park. <laughs> Because I got some Lego for Christmas, and yeah. so I made a few little Lego uh, versions of the rides. Um, what would you rather have? A billion dollars worth of an actual theme park, <laughs> or, I mean, a billion dollars would get you the most incredible Lego setup, wouldn't it? Uh, I, I, mean, I think Legoland's already cornered that market, oh, yeah. though, haven't they? There is a Legoland. Yeah, but that's full size. We're talking about miniature. Right. So you want to... A billion quid's worth of Lego-sized Lego would be amazing. But Legoland isn't just massive Lego blocks the size of bricks. It is miniature Eiffel Tower. Humans can go on the rides. Yeah, (laughs) but but the rides aren't made of Lego. Yeah, they are. Is it is not like a roller coaster, which where where if you crash, it just falls into a billion pieces and people in the queue keep standing on the bits and going out. Is there a danger that if you bought a billion dollars worth of Lego, you would just own Lego? Yeah, I think that is the danger, and that's what Lego are worried about. They are worried. I was going to say. Okay, lads, uh, let's get into it. We've got a theme park to build. Let's have a jingle. Let me take your hand. Okay, lads, I have an idea for a ride. Yeah. Uh, it's actually more of a a kind of app slash Ooh. facility. Yeah. Okay, so Arsene, it's called Arsene Wenger's 
World Cup mayhem. Yeah. All right. So Arsene Wenger, uh, he used to manage Arsenal. And then after he retired from Arsenal, his his sole sort of purpose in life is to ensure that there's a World Cup every two years. Yeah. He's, yeah he loves weird. World Cup so much. He does. That he just wants them all the time. Yeah. He's never been involved in one of them. Never than, been involved in one other, other than, than complaining. Oh, oh, complaining that his players come back tired yeah. from World Cup. So I, I don't know that, why they'd be less tired if they did it more often. Uh, well, I think that he is so kind of bitter about his perceived success or failure at Arsenal that he wants every subsequent manager to have a terrible time and be handicapped by having their players go to a World Cup every two uh, years. So you can shout at them. See, say, this is what it was like when I was a manager, even though it's not what it was like. So he, I think Arsene Wenger overdoes everything, right? He yeah. overdoes wanting World Cups. He overdoes how many players he claimed he could have bought yeah. when yeah. he managed Arsenal. Uh, Ronaldinho, like Pele, Puskas, he probably could have bought when he was three. Um, Pele? Yeah, Pele. Yeah, all of them. Pele, Arabiata. Uh, uh, yeah, every player Arsene Wenger could have bought. Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen footage of Pele having a trial. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Ray Parler Pele. and Nigel Winterburn. Yeah, but Pele came in like, he hadn't bought any new modern sports equipment. <laughs> he just came in that, in those big old shorts and those really heavy boots. And he Come was on, still, still in black and white. Yeah. Uh, with a massive <laughs> erection. <laughs> he can't get rid of that. It's a shame. You would have thought he would have used some of the money that he got from all of the penis pill uh, sponsorships, that he would have put some of that into research to reversing the effects of a penis pill. Yeah, yeah. At <laughs> least like tapering it off a bit. But yeah. no. Yeah. And then like when he was at corners jostling with uh, Tony Adams. Oh. Well, he can Ooh. jostle at a corner from inside his own mm. goal area. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so basically Arsene Wenger wants everyone to overdo everything. So the simple idea is we hire Arsene Wenger mm. or we get an app. I, I'd fur- I, I want... Arsene Wenger himself. I think we could probably afford him for about five or six million pounds. And, and in turn, that would stop him being paid to bang on about having a World Cup every two years. So it does mm. humanity a favour. Anything you want, you, anything you do in football land, buying a drink, um, going on a ride, there is a chance that Arsene Wenger will come up to you and make you double it. <laughs> so you're at a coffee shop buying a coffee. Yeah. If Arsene Wenger pops up and says to you, double. <laughs> You then have to get either a double oh. shot or another coffee. Yeah. So Arsene Wenger walking around the park, ensuring that everyone has almost too much fun. Yeah. It raises our profits because, mm. you know, people have to pay twice for a coffee when they just wanted one. Yeah. yeah. So um, that will give us six quid rather than three quid. Yeah. But we've we've splashed out six million on Wenger. That's a lot of double coffees. And, and he's, he's just around anywhere. If you go into the toilet, you finish your business, you come out, he's waiting by the cubicle saying, double it. You've got to go back in and try for another one. <laughs> Blimey. What uh, if you can't? Well, uh, you've just, you're just there. I guess That's you've got to go downside. out and eat. Yeah, you've got and, to go out. You know what I mean? So it's not, he... we're not just doubling it. So it's yeah. not like you've ordered a burger and Wenger's gone double it. You've then gone to do a dump and then you've, Wenger's going double it. And then you're like, oh shit, I've got to go out. And then you order another burger. But then Wenger pops up again and going, double it. So you've had four burgers when you only want it. <laughs> so he's with you all of that time. Yeah. Uh, the the obviously this can be catastrophic for people like you, you know you you're in the international break with your loved your partner yeah you you've just finished a bit of sexy time Arsene Wenger pops out outside the window shouts double it you've got to go again gosh it's, it's oh. it is it does have its drawbacks however i think we build in a mechanism where 
there's an overheating aspect to mm. Arsene Wenger. He wears his big padded um, long oh. coat mm. at all times. Yeah. So his day finishes when he when he collapses due to heat exhaustion, oh. or when he successfully zips it up. <laughs> <laughs> he could be trying to do that all day. Yeah. So originally, I thought this would be an app that just oh. pings in oh, your pocket. Yeah, I was gonna, that was my question: was how do we? Duplicate Arsene Wenger. Yeah, but I I do like I do like him being paid to walk around the park. So maybe he walks around, but there is an app as well, and he can only be in so many places. So the app does our job for us as well. Yeah. How does he know if you've just had sexy times? How is he? Where is his omniscience coming from in terms of the international break? In the international break hotel, um, at reception, uh, a receptionist checks whether any couples are there on just a couples break and not with children, you know, so not looking like they're haggard when and you're depressed. Signing in. Will yeah. you be having breakfast with us? Will you be doing it missionary? <laughs> yeah. And I they thought... get put in the two-way mirror suites. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. And Arsene Wenger will have a chair for him. It'll, it'll be like an Arsenal bench. Well, he was famously called a voyeur, wasn't he, by Mourinho? Yeah, right. Yeah, he was called a voyeur. You're absolutely right. So yeah. he can live that um, to the full. Which is one step short of calling someone a pervert. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> without calling them a pervert. Mourinho knew what he was doing. Yeah. 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 I, uh, but, but, but let's not forget, it's not just about sex. It's about, if you've been on a roller coaster... Mm. Arsene Wenger just says to you, as soon as you got off, yeah. double it. You've got to go back on. So, so you go to the front of the queue. So he he's just a dispassionate observer, mm. whether he's watching someone on a roller coaster, someone yeah. having a dump, someone having four burgers, or someone do, doing sex. Having time. a 69, yes. It's just the same to him. He's just uh, saying double. He is saying double. He is le prof. You know, you, he is dispassionate. You're absolutely right. If anything, a bit annoyed. But I think the, the way he keeps going on about having a World Cup every two years, there is a slight gleefulness to it. Mm, Maybe okay. even like a... Is he a sadist? Is he trying to run footballers into the ground for his own entertainment? Is he... As a revenge on how his time ended. Is it a revenge? So, yeah, I think he will be picking out the most awkward times to have to double what you're doing. Okay. Uh, And he will pop up when you're least expecting it. One of my questions earlier, and this is even more applicable now, if you come out of the cubicle and he says double, Mm. which means you've got to eat more... Does that mean he insists you eat it in the toilet? Which oh. I can't think of a he less walk, appetizing. He'll walk around with you. Uh, he'll escort you to a burger stall. So he'll find the food that will pass through your system the quickest. But, but a more say, sadistic thing would be to get you to eat in the toilets because that's a, the least appetizing place. Imagine having like a, it, a he, little table yeah. with a tablecloth. Yeah, just by the like the a hand French, blowers. a French gingham <laughs> tablecloth with a candle. Yeah, uh, and a violinist. Why not? He he was quite hot on player welfare though, wasn't he? Mm, yeah. I guess he he revolutionised how people ate. Uh, so maybe he would insist on it being very uh, nutritious food. Was it him oil. that outlawed fruit juice? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Too, no too fruit juice. Sugar. No ketchup. No. Ketchup. It would be yeah. fibers. Well, that was Ragnarok. He'd give Ra- you Ragnar- Ragnarok. I think He'd everybody's g- jumped on the, the no ketchup. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I wonder if you could circumvent those rules with like a chutney, like a tomato <laughs> chutney, tomato salsa. Uh, yeah, I. So my my question is, how do we stop people getting wise to this and circumventing the rules? So if I've heard I'm on the internet, so I'm going to Football Land, 
and I've uh, there's a little subreddit kind of like and it's going beware Venga double it uh, I had a terrible time I was forced to eat um, way more than I needed to because to do two poos to do two poos so how do we stop people sort of being clever going into the cubicle snipping off a certain length yeah um, holding some back yeah and and then you know Venga going double it and then sort of very cockily going sure I think <clears throat> with the poo aspect, he has a set of scales <laughs> and he will weigh it. He will weigh it. Okay. I think we, so with the scales, I, uh, with the scales and the bed, I think we can be, we can be clever. We can be smart. We've got a lot of money. I just think motion sensors on the beds. Yeah, motion sensors. And I think probably yeah. um, a toilet that is also a scale. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also if Fenger is occupying his sadistic side, then if he knows you've snipped one off early, he will deliberately after you've left the cubicle deliberately not say double so you're permanently oh, you, you're touching cloth for Venga. the rest of the day clever Venga yeah and that is oh but then you could go on the Gary Lineker's shit your pants leave the loop <laughs> to finish it off oh the rides in football land um, so yeah that's the idea <laughs> <laughs> Arsene Wenger I reckon we're looking at six million pounds a year for Arsene Wenger and it's going to generate more than that we're looking at um, a, a hefty insurance premium for his heat exhaust, exhaustion every day yeah. and we're looking at about three to four big puffer zip jackets just on rotation well heat exhaustion is going to kick in in the Qatari desert in about 20 minutes so yeah. we're not going to get many hours from him no but so, so if you say that to his agent, you know, six million quid, but you're only doing 20 minutes a day and we just don't tell him about the heat exhaustion yeah, thing. A, yeah. Small print, risk of death. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay, so I think that's uh, that's all we've got time yeah, for, yeah, for, for this so, yeah. um, facility. It's it's nice and simple. It, yeah. it brings another face to put on the brochure. Yeah. I'm sure you'll agree uh, it's worth the money. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All I, right. I think, yeah, it's probably, I think it's a good time to, to vote on it. It's a cash cow. It's a cash yeah. cow, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we we are, I was going to say short of cash, but we're not. We're not, no, but we might be. We, we haven't yes, costed up yeah. the other ride. We've so not costed up let's try and make a profit. Come yeah. on. And then we get a bit of money, for goodness sake. Oh, yeah, I've not thought about that. Yeah. All right. All in favour of Arsene Wenger's World Cup Mayhem say aye. Three, two, one. Aye. aye. Well done. Thank well you. Done. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like Looking forward to I mean, I'll give him a, a ring. There is a way we can make money. Just keep the billion and don't build oh. the park. Or make it, like we said, really small. Yeah, we'll make it really small. Build it out of Lego. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So I know we've we've just talked a lot about uh poo. Yes. Well yeah, not as much as we would. Not it's as much, only a, yeah. it's not it's only a facet of it. Me- Maybe a maybe facets, maybe a, just a regular football and amount. Um, I'd say it's under the regular amount. Under it, okay, okay. Well, that's good. So that's fine. So, but just, just don't be alarmed because this this ride is called Shit House, right? Um, and it is uh, it's it's a sort of external game uh, yeah. or experience in football land it's at least it starts outside of football land so when you buy your ticket to football land on the internet um i think you can maybe get you get entered into a lottery or you there's a little tick button and you can opt into this game yeah um and it's basically it, it's it's a riff on the the 90s children's tv show funhouse right um, is that Pat Sharp's Funhouse? Pat Sharp's Funhouse with the twins. Um, and so what happens is this is basically playing on the aspect of fan rivalry. Yeah. But it's taking it to like the next level. Um, so you get paired with another fan around the world. And the competition is to ruin that person's life. <laughs> right. <laughs> with as much shithousery as you can. Um, now, Funhouse, uh, the game, as you said, um, Funhouse was presented by a man called Pat Sharp, who had the, the most bizarre haircut ever. Yeah, it was several haircuts in one haircut. Yeah, it was sort of like you'd parted a badger on the front, and it was very long in the back, but yeah. so long you couldn't call it a mullet. There were sort of trestles of blonde hair. And so I thought um, we're a bit short of rides in South America and probably the man with the most eccentric haircut ever was Carlos Valderrama. Valderrama, yeah. Yep. So I think this is probably shithouse uh, with Carlos Valderrama. I feel like the South Americans give you a kind of mm. a flavour of shithousery. Yeah. It's very, they love that down there. Casa Pure, purely for aesthetic reasons, could we get Valderrama and do a Pat Sharp on him? A hundred percent. I think he's got enough hair there, even yeah. in sort of in his... Okay, elderly years it's yeah. still quite a glorious head of hair he's got great um and then we need the twins so probably gonna have to be the de silver twins yes i was gonna say those those twins i mean they're not doing much nowadays they're right not doing much remarkably still quite young and <laughs> you, are they? yeah where, where are they now uh batafaga or something batafaga oh better better yeah in portugal is it yeah. in their yeah. contracts they have to play for the same side they can't uh, separate i don't know whether they're both there i, th- I think rafael's there 
Um, but yeah, they're both in that early stage still. They're 31. Gosh, obviously yeah. they're twins. So uh, yeah, they're both the same age. So I think it is Carlos Valderrama shithouse with um, Raphael and... Um, Fabs. Fabs. Fabio. Yeah. Which one was the better one? Raphael. 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 Yeah, yeah, but better is inverted commas. Yeah. <laughs> So um, basically, yeah, lots of gunge, I reckon, in honour of Funhouse. There was always lots of gunge. So Funhouse was both physical and a quiz. And I've got the lyrics here uh, to the Funhouse theme song. Amazing. And because it does tell you a lot about what Funhouse was. Um, It's wacky. It's fun. It's crazy. It's outrageous. Yeah. It's a whole lot of fun with prizes to be won. It's a real crazy show where anything goes. Funhouse. It's a quiz. It's a race. It's a real wacky place. Use your body and your brain if you want to play the game. Yeah, that was so key. Body and brain. Body the and go-karts. Brain. Absolutely. Uh, but also finding clues. Yeah, you know. so, and as the granddad of this triplicate, I never saw Pat Shelf's Funhouse. Right. Whoa. But I feel like I have. Those lyrics are so comprehensive. It was like a big kind of soft play thing. And yeah. Pat Sharp would usually come in on like a bicycle. Or a motorbike, and then he just <laughs> leap off it and let it freewheel out. Ghost, <clears throat> we used to call it. Ghost in your bike. And then there were a first couple Even of... if it was a motorbike, so, yeah, so they crawl yeah. out to get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Children in the studio audience. I have no idea who's catching yeah. that bike, but yeah, full on. Um, and so the first couple of rounds were physical. Usually, like, there was gunge. Uh, there was, like, uh, you put you in a cupboard full of balloons. That Balloons had gunge in. You had to get stuff out. Yeah. So I think you're probably doing that. You're finding your reciprocating, uh, you know, fan, your enemy, and you've got to ruin his life. So you're probably putting gunge in his petrol tank, uh, gunge in his, you know, closet. Uh, really, Cl- closet? Closet. Who, who, who wanders around football land with a closet? No, this is, so this is the first... The first part of shit house is outside of football land. Ah, okay. So you're tracking down your opposite number. <laughs> so well, you've got to get was... a plane ticket to somebody's house. In the, it ran, you're assigned yeah, yeah. someone to... You yeah. know those people who play like hide and seek with their yeah. friends across yeah, the yeah. world? So you're assigned uh, someone's address. Yeah. Like uh, way against GDPR rules, by the way. Like data, yeah. data protection, you know that's, that's a problem. You've, t- you've, ticked you've ticked in, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And and you are only the person trying to fuck them up, or is there someone also trying to fuck you up? Yeah, you're trying to fuck each other up. Oh, you're trying to fuck each other and, up. And Carlos Valderrama judges right. who has fucked each other's life up. Uh, and, and Pepe, we've already got Pepe as the... No, now Pepe, probably the biggest act of shithousery in shithouse. Oh, he's is the that boss. We're, we're not, no, we're not letting Pepe have a go. Oh, on. he'll hate that. I know. He will hate yeah. that. He's going to curl one out on someone's windscreen <laughs> in frustration. He will, yeah, he will shit himself with anger. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's, that's it's, cruel, and but... I think Brilliant. It's it's also not fair because he's like going to be the master champion. Of it. Champion. Uh, you know, if we're looking at football shithousery, it's mostly the kind of getting in people's face for a penalty. So yeah. maybe you bide your time, you wait for your opposite number to go for a job interview right at the kind of like uh, moment they're about to go into the job interview, just get up and whisper in their ear and go, "You're not qualified for this position." <laughs> so, so you know, you've lied on your CV. We're going to see shithousery of of the utmost yeah. intensity. So yeah. we're going to see people come into football lands. We'll be able to tell who's been partaking in this game because just be broken broken they will be unemployed broken their partners will have left and them and the other way you'll be, be able to know yeah is that there'll be a big fanfare because if so there's two rounds so remember funhouse it's a quiz as well yeah yep. so i think first round is shithousery try and ruin each other's lives sure carlos is gonna gonna judge uh, judge 
Um, and I think you could employ the help of probably one of the De Silva twins. Yeah. Because you might need a bit of help. Right. And that they kind of... Maybe they could assign themselves to each yeah, person. A bit the, like, you know, on The Apprentice when like Karen Brady's just like yeah, watching exactly. like disapprovingly. And the twins always had pom-poms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the De Silva probably have pom-poms and cheer you on. Unless that's going to spoil your ruse. Who were the twins in the original? They thing? were just two, uh, twins, two twins, two blonde yeah, twins, and they yeah. were cheerleaders. Because you had a red team and a blue team, okay. and yeah. they were assigned a team. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, so that's round one of Occupy Each Other's Life. Carlos Valderrama is going to go, yeah, you've, you've got the points for that. Second is a quiz, probably a really boring, nuanced football quiz that's yeah. like so just pedantry, <laughs> like to Why the extreme. Why would anyone opt in for this? Well, they, uh, maybe they don't know. <laughs> It sounds it's it sounds so fun initially. Do you want to get opt in for shit house? Um, and you yes. Uh, the third part is the race. Yeah, there was always a go kart race around uh, fun house. So I think that's real life, probably in the streets of of Doha. Yeah, and you've got to collect those tokens, and they give you more time. I can't yeah, remember. yeah. I can't remember fun house. Who cares? Um, not like my entire ride is predicated on knowing anything about that show. Uh, so you do a race and at that point whoever is losing we take their actual house yeah and we move it to football land <laughs> right brick by brick yeah so you have a home advantage because you know the layout of your own house okay uh, or do they yeah sure yeah for that period that it's there you don't have a house okay at home right so, <laughs> so anyone you've left behind to go to football and are just homeless for the homeless, duration of your yeah. stay there yes would you would they get advance warning or you know would, I would like the teenage son be woken up one morning by a load of diggers just uh, uh, yeah 100 <laughs> i don't know why we would give them advance warning that doesn't sound no, in the spirit no, of, no. of shithousery so then you've got the final rumble in yeah. Funhouse, yeah, uh, where I have no idea what happened at the end of Funhouse. I know mm. you went into a Funhouse, uh, and I know that in popular culture, most Funhouses are quite macabre. So I think at that point, it gets really quite dark, right, and <laughs> potentially murderous. Wow, I don't know. Gosh, uh, I think- did did the real Funhouse? show you what happened or did these kids just go in and <laughs> stuff happened and they came out looking shell-shocked? They were trying to get stuff. Oh, I can never much remember. better with the twins consoling them. <laughs> they were they just exactly they arrive at football and broken their house is there mostly broken because it's just been uprooted <laughs> and most people don't lo- live in a house that can be very easily moved no, uh, and air freighted. There's going to be problems. Especially if it's like the, the middle flat in a three-story building. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't accounted for that, but even better. Uh, and then it's a it's a it's a rumble to the end into each other's houses. No, just the losers' house. Oh, right. Currently losing, so you have home advantage. So you go in and smash their whole house. I up. don't think you smash it up. I remember Fun House. You had to get stuff. Um, yeah. And so I think at this point we maybe park the shithousery. There's been enough at this point. Yeah, and, and it's, it's just, just... You've got to collect tokens. Right. Um, <laughs> and maybe like one of the bonus tokens. Uh, now let's keep the shithousery going. One I of the bonus say, tokens. you've been through all this and then... Oh, the <laughs> it, final round is actually quite polite. It's quite, it's quite pleasant, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the main, the boss token that you really want to get is that you get to keep the house. Okay. So <laughs> if it's you... If it's your house, <laughs> yeah. then yeah, you obviously really want that. But you've token. also got your upstairs neighbours who wanted no part of this. They don't know why they're in <laughs> they're Doha. They're just on the roof. They're just looking out the their floor. windows going, what the hell is yeah, going on? They're on the roof of the second floor apartment. 
which is their flaw, just going, <laughs> what, has, Why are we what here? has happened? But all the time of which, you know, uh, Pepe's probably, Paddy, Pepe's probably padding around like furiously. And so yeah. there's, there's that aspect to it. Um, and there's a winner and a loser. Yeah. And, it, and it's probably who has the most tokens or if whoever finds the boss token. And so I think that, like I say, home advantage is your house. Yes, it's been par- partially destroyed, but you you know the hiding places. You know where you keep your passport. Yeah, you, you do know, know, you know, you know where you keep, keep your tax. Your you know yes. that P, not your P45, the other one, you yeah. kind of, the end, P60. Yeah. SA-102. All of that yeah. stuff, yeah. right? You know where all of that is, so... Wouldn't- wouldn't you have your passport with you if you're in Doha? Possibly, not if your I house mean... is coming with you. You're like, where's my passport? It doesn't matter. Well, you it's just been transported along with everything, including my through, cat. You go through the security check at Doha Airport in your house. <laughs> yeah, put your house on wheels. So you we... got your passport. Yeah, it's in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And so I think you know where the stuff is most likely to be hidden. Um, I think this might be my most tangentially football ride ever. Yeah, but at um, least you've got the Fabio, you've got the Silva. But it's very, there's lots of football stuff littered around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the spirit. I think um, there's a lot of football shithousery that you can do, the mm. tripping up, just the mm. innocuous stuff, the little tug of a hair. Yeah. yeah, just uh, a, a neck high two, <laughs> two-footed tackle. smash up their yeah. conservatory. Yeah. yeah, which happens a lot at football games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's brought their conservatory, uh, it's on the bench. <laughs> We're going to um, fuck up your conservatory. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's shithouse. And I think yeah. that um, uh, we... We're almost. We've. I feel like we've invented a genre of new rides. Yeah. We've got uh, DM yeah. Dublin's uh, house, house uh, homes uh, on, homes the on the Hammer. Yeah. So I think which we became keep... something homoerotic, didn't it? With yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. But probably. Um, and yeah. So I think there's almost like we need one of those rides in each confederation in the park. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fair yes. enough. Well, this is comma bubble balls. So I think I'm going to go away and start thinking about other house related like the the, the conquer uh version of this is going to be like is mega easy because american houses are so flimsy yeah and so mm. movable i mean they're they on love, wheels aren't they're they? they're on yeah. wheels i mean what's that about also they're either on wheels or stilts they have I mean, light yeah. switches inside the bathroom oh, like yeah. proper light you know flicking uh, light yeah, switches worried about that. not even worried yeah, about worried. electrocution at all mad so yeah, so I think I think we'll probably push this um, shit house as far well, as we well, can. Okay. okay. So yeah. all those in favour of uh, shit house um, with Carlos Valderrama and the De Silva twins being allowed in football and uh, say I after three. A one, two, three. Aye. Aye. Well done. Congratulations, Great. Ryan. Good. I like it. And I think the, this is mostly about ruin Pepe's life. Mm. Uh, Mark, uh, you have a ride idea. What have you got? I do. Uh, so I have see no medieval, hear no medieval, speak no medieval. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mouthful. Um, I mean, I was kind of inspired by the genius Viz strip, Medieval Knievel. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a rubbish <laughs> strip, but it was just a really funny title. Of What um, font yeah. size are you looking for on the brochures for that bit? Uh, I think... As as big and as gothic as we as can it can get fit it on A four, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that 
that gothic font as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. It's got the, the fancy M's and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah with like monks doing hand-drawn, oh. hand-painted each brochure. It's, it's mass-produced, the brochure, apart from the M <laughs> on each medieval there, and then we get a team of monks just, yeah. just doing like oh, eight years we've of... We've not got monks in football. We now, haven't got I... any monks. Gary Monk... Oh, uh, yeah, could lead the team. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So it could be Benedictine monks led by Gary Monk. Gary Monk is and in charge of the M's on. Yeah. He has to communicate with them without speaking. Yeah. <laughs> They've got to be silent. We'll be like, lads, we'll go to wherever a monastery is and say, lads, put down your, your weird honey making and mead. Yeah. Why are you beekeeping? Like, yeah, what are you doing in there, lads? Can you be a monk and not be yeah. into beekeeping? Can you do some calligraphy like you used to? Just on the theme of the vow of silence, right? Like being being a monk, you're trying to be the best person you can possibly be, or or nuns, Carmelite nuns, for example, have a, a vow of silence. Yeah, are you really the best version of yourselves if you break wind, but you don't say "pardon me"? Oh, that's really are they true. Allowed, are they allowed to say "pardon me"? And is your wind allowed to be loud? Well, it's mm. speech that's not allowed. So, I mean. Does that? But what can if they, they start hum? communicating through their bums? Yeah. Oh, they do do humming <laughs> they, and singing, don't they? Yeah. Just for some reason, that's allowed. Can you do they, beatboxing? They they let themselves have a lot of like stipulate, you know, and there are loopholes, don't they? There are some trumps that do sound like you've said something. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I did one the other day, and yeah, you know, my wife went e- what? And I went, you know, that was a trump. That was just the bum <laughs> talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> what would that, that have said? Uh, have you got any milk? <laughs> maybe it was just like a. Maybe she was talking, and then I broke wind, and it sounded like a. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. You know, it's true though. It, yeah, you would learn to communicate via bum trumps. Yeah, yeah you? you would. A bit like Morse yeah. code. We've we've really got to clamp down on that when they're doing the calligraphy. I don't want any windy pops in in yeah. the actual font stenographizing. Can you area. imagine Gary Monk delivering that sentence? <laughs> no windy pops here. <laughs> I just can't see him he's saying that. He's giving them a really stern talking to, but in well, a nice way. He's he, very. If he's one of the monks, he can't. Oh he'd shit! Have, he'd have no. to tell them you can't do this by doing it with his bum. <laughs> and just like he's waving his hands in a in a cross sign. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Okay, yeah. Go on, so, go on. so medieval football, as the name uh, clearly implies, uh, is one of the like the, the origins of the beautiful game yeah. are not properly understood, no. uh, and, and I'm going way further back in time than than when when association rules first formed. Yeah. Uh, and even then, there's some doubt. Trin- mm. Trinity College Cambridge was possibly the first time it was codified. Yeah. But then rugby also, before the game rugby, yeah. they also were one of the first to codify the game. Yeah. But it had existed since medieval Always times. Always a pig's bladder. Always, Always a pig's a bladder. Always a pig's bladder. Uh, I've, I've never seen a pig's bladder, but mm. is it spherical and like, a, you know, one of those um, soft volleyball type ones you get in PE? You know those pink volleyballs Ooh. that are not hard. They're very soft, and you can sometimes play football with them. But they're very soft. You might play them I in imagine... a game of um, out. You know, break time yeah. football in the I, playground. I imagine it would go quite crispy. <laughs> right? Is there like a salve that you'd have to apply to? And do you have to blow it up with a straw and then tie it? Well, it yes, have, yeah. yes. One part of the research for this was how they made the pig bladder balls. Yeah, and and yeah, they they would inflate them. It just says. An inflated pig's bladder. So, so inflate them, then tie them, and then tie them, and then that would be. Well, there's also a description of that would then be put inside a bull's cod, Ooh. and I think that means a testicle, Ooh. doesn't it? What, uh, what is a bull's cod? I don't bull's know, cod. but yeah, how yeah, is a bladder yeah. going to fit in a bull's testicle? I know bulls have almost unnaturally big 
Maybe um, one genitals, got, but come on. Maybe... Do you have to inflate the ball penis as well? Not the the, the, the ball balls. <sighs> it's yeah. I mean, maybe Ooh. they got that the wrong way around. Maybe you inflate the ball's testicle, and Oops. then you put that in a sheep's bladder, and then you inflate that, and then yeah. you tie it all up. A sheep's I, bladder now. Is it a sheep or pig? Oh, pig. Oh, because Sorry. because it's uh, we. It's got to be halal, actually, because we're go, we're gonna. This is in Qatar, oh, yeah. so we can't yeah, have yeah. a pig's bladder. Yeah. So it's got to be something. You know, a sheep. It's got to be a sheep's bladder oops, or oops. a cat. Cows. They have four stomachs, but how many bladders do they have? Well, if they've got four stomachs, surely they could give us one of them. Yeah. You know, each cow cow's donates stomach. a stomach. I think a cow's stomach is quite big. Four stomachs. What are they doing with those four? They're chewing the cud. Grass. Yeah. Well, it takes quite a lot. Four stomachs. So, what, what, does a does a tiny mechanism inside the cow's insides choose which stomach it's going to go into? They look no. there. Like, no, that one's full. Go, use number two. Like you're a car park I attendant. Don't think yeah, it's... a national trust property. In their throat, cows have a little tiny man that directing the the traffic of food. So like, yeah, m- move along into number three, please. <laughs> Uh, when you were saying it only has air inside it, some of the medieval accounts of kickball or whatever they were calling it, um, they added quicksilver inside before they sealed it so that it would bounce and roll in an unnatural way oh. and enhance the, uh, the the enjoyment of the game, the unpredictability what? of the so way the like ball behaves. It's a bit like a Mexican jumping beam, those things that you use yeah, to shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember a toy I had called a, a, a googly ball. Right. Do you remember that? No. no. Where, where it was like a football, but it had a weight in it. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, clever, and, and yeah. so it didn't behave like a normal football. It yeah. looked exactly like one, but you kick it and it would it would wobble in midair. Oh. And you didn't like as a goalkeeper, you didn't know where which way it was gonna. It was like the ultimate swerving in midair, but yeah. it could it could do weird things in midair. Oh. So I think I think we incorporate an element sure. of that. Yeah. Uh, what is quicksilver? Mercury, right? Mercury, yeah. yeah. So they're just killing themselves. That's weird. Really yeah, weird. Really weird. Because yeah, where'd you get mercury kicking from? the sheep's bladder around is really like healthy in Lincolnshire. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Kick, kicking a, a disemboweled sheep around is really yeah, healthy. You're but you're putting in a bull's testicle. <laughs> they lick them yeah. all the time. Well, bulls yeah. lick, lick that. You know, that's yeah. really clean. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. Let's, let's get to the bottom of what this is ride the, is. You've got over here. You've got medieval people. You know, blown into a pig's bladder, stuffing you know, it with stuff mercury. It and you've just got the French kind of watching us from the distance, going. Why is they wasting all this food? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. just, you know, their mouths are salivating yeah. and they're just thinking, oh, what a waste. What a waste what of is wrong with So if there was an international fixture back in medieval times, the French would just eat it. <laughs> I yeah, think the French they were, chasing were just around. watching and just being like, lads, I think we can invade. Yeah. I think <laughs> <And> <laughs> and they are not as taste- clever as they look. <laughs> yeah. We have a tasty treat for when we meet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you like quicksilver. Uh, yeah, go on then. So... The rules of medieval football are really quite unclear. It was played by whole villages against another whole village. And one of the quirks at various times seemed to be you get points if you kick the ball into a church balcony. Yeah, It Mm. seemed to be the kind of the most sacrilegious thing you did with it was was encouraged. I mean, there were great violent... Mass yeah. events. It was kind of one end of town to the other type thing. Yeah, trampling or, or even gardens and take this ball from this town and score yeah. a goal in the neighbouring town. Yeah, and they will try and stop you. So I think because we have six federations, mm. do we, are all six represented? We all are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oceana Town is a bit of a kind of um, you know Mad Max, uh, and it'd be great dystopian. to get Antarctica in there. As yeah. well, yeah, We've they don't not... fare that well, do they? In no, world football, it's time to bring them back. Yeah. So, are you suggesting that the whole of football land um, has a game, a mass game of football? Well, 
Originally, I was thinking, yes, one day a year we play medieval mm. football. Uh, as like the old Shrovetide games. Yeah, which still goes on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though they're regularly outlawed because people... Oh, one, one of the rules I read as well was... Anything is fair game apart from manslaughter or murder. That was right, that was yeah. out of order. Yeah. So this is weirdly one of the safest games or yeah. rides or experiences of Football Land in that if you kill someone, you are red carded out. Right, you're a is going to have to explain you, you it away if you're lifted yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so uh, originally it was yes, it was a, a six pronged. You're, you're assigned a federation as you buy your ticket or as you go through mm. the entry turnstile, and there is a inflated pig's bladder in the centre of football land and it's just a free-for-all you're trying to score and and then then I sort of got stuck in what are the rules of six-sided football yeah how do you score Mm. a goal yeah or is it about not conceding is it about protecting your own in this federation Shrove tied games uh it's whoever is holding the ball at the end uh is the winner Wow. Uh, so whoever ball, surely. of whatever the team, yeah, it's very weird. The Shrove Tide games are, it's it's more a bit like, so the one that they played near where I grew up in Atherston, I think was called Borley, and it was a yes. giant ball that they threw out the window of a bank. And they, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I read about and that, yeah. Uh, board up the whole street. Blokes that used to work with my dad would come in the next day with all sort of like broken bits. Yeah. Uh, and... So it's whoever's whoever's got hold of the ball at the end, not just the hand on it. Yeah, not that you've got to have it in your grasp. So that's very easy. If it was a kind of a day long thing, yeah. in in honor of the kind of Shrove Wouldn't tide, that end load it though. You'd have like if the park's open for ten hours, you'd have nine hours fifty minutes of people just conserving you energy. Wouldn't, not yeah, could, wouldn't underestimate people's enthusiasm. Can for you just get violence. on a get, get on a roller coaster with like three <laughs> minutes to go, and then you just no one can take it off that's you? That's a well, very good strategy. unless it's an individual roller coaster. Someone could. Trying to rack my brains to see if there's any individual roller coaster. Well, shrug, shrug it off. Uh, uh, shrug, uh, it off uh, shrug it off. Maybe um, uh, the uh, the keeper one. Uh, the goal, the goalie coast, goalie coaster. I mean, to be honest, if you're getting on any ride, Roman Abramovich's runaway mine cart. Yeah, I think if you're getting in like, yeah. on any ride with with the ball, with the ball, it's going to be very difficult to take very it off. Difficult. But so wouldn't... maybe that's outlawed. Maybe the day that we play medieval football, none of the rides work. Well, one, one of the the, the theme that. park attendant like helping you onto the ride, putting the security harness down, can then like once you're strapped in, can then just rip the ball out of your grasp, can't you? And so just like for allowed to play, you think? I think staff can alter the game if they want. If he rips it out of your grasp and then boots it, I mean, alternatively, because th- uh, you're not allowed to kill people, it doesn't mean that you can't kill yourself. Right, um, right. What a so, loophole! So I, I think there should be extreme <laughs> Jokes danger. On you, football yeah, lad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this will show them. I think there should be extreme danger in this I yeah. think if you really want to yeah. win this at the end of the day I don't think they're strapping you into a roller coaster I think you're jumping on it as it's going past well, yeah, to evade yeah. I, you know what's these, the prize for winning you just you've won you get to right, eat, you get to eat the pig's bladder I think it'd be a, yeah eat it I think it'd be a, like you could have a night out with um, the Steve pig's Stone <laughs> Steve Stone. Have a nice night out with Steve Stone yeah he Who, is uh, medieval he's like he reminds me of a sort of big pig's bladder yeah his head did look a lot like a Big pig, yeah, player. and he'd be well, well. He'd be just a nice guy to hang out with at the end. I, I think, think everyone would be touch. happy because you could ask him about, you know, like what was it like to play in the second tier, but also for England. Yeah, you know, not many people do that. He didn't play very often for England. No, no, but he will embellish his story. 
Stephen Wait, he, he'll Steve, tell you he Steve did Ball. a lot. Well, um, what, one of the other shiny yeah. head man. Maybe yeah. you just have to have a really kind of like quite. Maybe it's not a bull's testicle. It's Steve Bull's testicle that Ooh, we use. Oh, very good. Yeah, um, bringing it full circle. One of the other ways of playing the game, like the 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 title "See No Medieval, Hear No Medieval, Speak mm, No Medieval," yeah. implies it's clandestine. Right. You 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 don't acknowledge that you're playing it, so it's about smuggling. The pig's bladder somewhere. So okay. it's about identifying, right, you're carrying a pig's bladder underneath your coat, even though it's hot yeah. in the desert, and you you smuggle it to someone else. That's in a little bit in the spirit of those fake bellies that were very popular in the sort of late 90s, early yes. 2000s. Gaza had yeah. one. Well, not yes. those. Oh, Jimmy Five bellies was real. Yeah, but yeah. Gaza had that plastic one, didn't they? Uh, yeah. These are the ones that, to get alcohol into grounds oh i see yeah one, yeah one, the skinnier fellow yes of the group would wear a would wear a big kind belly of like yeah. a bladder on his belly uh-huh and with a little straw if you win by ending with the bladder mm. that might mean that a lot of just larger people get attacked because you might oh, mistakenly yeah. believe they're hiding a people bladder. just going around whipping up people's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh no, sorry, sir. <laughs> it's so, a bit that's a bit like the are you pregnant question, isn't it? Exactly. It is. yeah. Never ever. Are you ever hiding a clandestine football? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it's got to be more of a kick bollock scramble in the spirit of the original yeah, yeah. village versus village. I, I like the idea of, you know, uh you know, well, we've got Terry Venables every day at 12. Uh, wrecking Ball. Wrecking yeah. Ball swinging yeah. through. Maybe, maybe, he could, maybe he could be holding the, the pig's bladder. That's and he good. sort of drops it into the mm. to the football land. And so at the he end of the sings, day... Oh, so that one day a year, he sings, is, we're th- all going England crazy, but in medieval. Why in does it have to be one day that a year? Was. I think... I think it can be every day. It's just part of the park. It's just yeah. yeah. Why not? Whoever's holding that pig's bladder at the yeah. end of the day, however you get to, you know, whatever your tactics are, whoever's holding it at the end of the day, six p.m. is when we close. Yep. Is it night out with Steve Stone? Night out with Steve Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Motivation dinner. Oh yeah, that would be wild. Shall we Good. vote on it? Let's have yeah. a vote. Yep. Yep. Everyone in favour of medieval football being part of football land, say aye after three, three, two, one. Aye. Aye. Yeah, that's... And I love it when you see a monk in the street. So do yeah. I. You, you see a lot of nuns. You, you don't do see a see monk a often. Of Not many monks. I did see a monk last month. Wow. Um, And I did point and say monk. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we've I, got, I felt really embarrassed We've got a monk but, who lives near us. And ooh, it's yeah. weird. He gets out of his... Whatever he's got a Ford Focus and this full-on Benedictine monk gets out. We would go there, but there are too many sexy rides and a lot of poo. Uh, right. What a lovely, Whoa. lovely, lovely time. Lovely, lovely. Coming up with three new rides. Yeah. Um, we've got we've got plenty new celebrities uh, yeah. to help. You know, we've got a, a yeah. stenography system yep. uh, mm. to write the brochure. Yeah. And and we've got fun. I don't think you can For describe, people who don't like roller coasters as well. I don't think you can describe sort of um, Carthusian or Benedictine, uh, you know, kind of calligraphy as a stenography. No. Isn't stenography quite quick? Aren't there those... We, they're going to have to be quick if they're doing every single brochure. People that sit in those courts with like lots of weird things and they do that weird Oh, yeah. Jump. That is, it's typing, isn't they, it? It's typing, Maybe they could with, be doing it. That's just... A, all they're 
doing is just fisting a typewriter. Yeah, and he yeah. comes out as gobbledygook every what, single time. I'll tell you time. what, we'll give each monk an extra sketch. Oh, yeah. To, to, That's nice. Yeah, to speed yeah. up the process. I mean, in, in the 21st mm, century, are, are we quite... really relying on actual brochures? Well, that's that's <laughs> that's good for the monks. They don't yeah. have to do as many. It keeps them out of mischief. But if we get them to do every every individual web page, that uh, the PDF that gets downloaded, Brilliant. they True. can do it on Microsoft Paint. So the Paint. web pages are scanned in, maybe. Yeah. 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 Every single time You've got to keep someone the monks... downloads that PDF. Yeah. Have you They've ever been a to a hotel anywhere in the world where there wasn't that a brochure display still? There's still a brochure it's display. True. Yeah, very true. Yeah. A lot of leaflets, uh, especially in Wales. Like a sea life centre. Yeah. yeah. Um, a, a farm where you can milk a cow. Yeah, some kind of like local dance. Yeah, a local show dance show with yeah. awful music. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of like a lute and that kind of some. They'll find some medieval guff. Uh, so definitely brochures, I think, are key. Okay. Yeah. Key, very key. key. Well, you've got to keep the monks occupied. Once you get a load of bored monks, they they oh, yeah. go apeshit. They will have an orgy. They, they will. And we've got to keep them If there's true a to hole, themselves. they're going to be filling it. It's... <laughs> it's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. For joining us, rate us, and yeah. send us jingles and ride ideas. See you next time. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.